0: shall we? We're going to be continuing our journey into the Saga Frontier soundtrack with disc 2. There's quite a, let's say, substantial amount of tracks that we're going to go through on this one. Again, not the whole disc, but a good chunk of it, because goddamn, there's a lot of good music in this soundtrack that, um, yeah, I don't really remember being so damn good. But, to be fair, I did play Soccer Frontier on the PS1 at probably 13 years old or somewhere in that ballpark. Found it quite inscrutable and got rid of it because my brain couldn't wrap around anything more than a real basic RPG. Says the guy who probably at that point had played Tactics Ogre like nearly for 400 hours. So that's always a distinct possibility. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. My memory sucks. That's also very likely. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's get on with the uh, actual show, shall we? So the first track we're going to be listening to today is A Town in blue. You don't get much more peaceful sounding than a sound in blue, do you? Just a nice, relaxing little thing that, yeah, kind of just goes down real smooth. I'm talking about this like it's a light beer. Oh, God. Anyway. And I will never do that comparison again, because I thought about the next one. I was like, hmm, what kind of beer could I compare that to? And guess what? We're not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, next track we're going to be listening to is Ancient Ship. Definitely a little bit more ominous, a little bit more mysterious, and I'm not entirely sure why there's a little monkey sound in uh, that track kind of throughout. It's a little odd. I think that would be a nice like backing track for a sound effect, maybe not in the track itself. But hey, what the hell am I doing? I just do a podcast. I don't actually make music for a living, right? Right? Yeah, that's Kenji Ito's decision, and hey, whatever. It it works. It doesn't really take away anything from it. Just makes it a little odd, my thought. Anyway, don't really know. So let's go ahead and let's move on to the next one, and that is HQ. feel like you're probably either going to, like, adore this track like I did, or probably be like, eh, that keyboard sounds a little, eh, I don't know, it's very, um, very kind of mid-90s, I feel, it's, uh, I don't know, it's good stuff, I like it, but, you know, if uh, you're not of the air, I can totally understand not enjoying that one. I, I like the percussion throughout, just the, the whole thing, even the little, like, string sample that's on repeat throughout the whole thing, I kind of dig that too, it, it's just... I don't know, it's good stuff. It's just, um, like I said, it's very of the era for Soccer Frontier. It's it's cool, and it kind of suits the whole soundtrack pretty well, but that is definitely a take it or leave it, I feel. It's not, like, really going to be that divisive, but I think you're either going to be like me and like, oh, this is not one of my favorites, but I really like this one. Or, boy, I am going to skip that one real fast every time it comes up. (laughs) All right, next up, we're going to be listening to Shudder. Obvious track title aside, um, this one is pretty obvious on how it's trying to make you feel with the whole just, yeah, swelling strings and just bum, 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 really deep bass thing going on there. Yeah, they're uh, they're really going for it. Oh, shit, something bad just went down in this, uh, in this one, aren't they? <sighs> All right, let's go ahead and let's move on from that one to Aumi. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, and I know I tell you guys that every time, and I don't know why, but I... Uh, disclosure uh, discrepancy something like that but it's o-w-m-i so hopefully if there's any saga for tier fans out there that know how to pronounce that specifically you can correct me if i'm saying it incorrectly so that's almi o-w-m-i and here it is now else getting a final fantasy 7 vibe from that one i think it's just the instrumentation choices on that that might just be something from that era where a lot of rpg music sort of uh has that vibe especially like right around this time because i believe if i'm remembering right they came out not the same time but in the ballpark of each other within a few years of each other so it just sort of feels like sonically there's a lot of similarities with that it just feels like a town music of sorts from final fantasy 7 or maybe just something a little bit more uh, laid back. It's it's also, like, kind of sad, uh, rueful in a way, almost. Yeah. It, either way, it's good stuff. I really like that one, and, you know, I've always been pretty honest about liking sad music for whatever reason. I don't like being sad, but I sure do like sad music, so, yeah, that might be sad. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead, bad pun aside there, let's go ahead and let's move on to the next one, and that is Shin Grow. Some of my favorite tracks in the Soccer Frontier soundtrack are the ones like this, where there's a real feeling of, like, import and an ominous feeling going on. It just really feels like wherever you are when this is playing, it feels like it's someplace big, someplace important, that you're maybe a little small in comparison, if you know what I mean. Like, you're wandering around this gigantic imposing castle or something like that. I don't, again, know if that's really what's going on there, but it sure kind of feels that way. And that's some of the stuff I kind of dig about the soundtrack is the ability to put you there without really knowing what the hell you're, or where you're at specifically. And, yeah, because... I really should just buy this game. You know what? When I'm done with this podcast, I'm gonna go ahead and just buy the stamp thing. Okay? Alright, we'll we'll get on with that. Alright, so the next track we're gonna be listening to today is Theme of Kylan. All right, that's another one I felt like we just needed to highlight because, well, why the hell not? It's uh, it's a bit of a strange track and really kind of shows off just how diverse the Soccer Frontier soundtrack can be. Sure, this isn't really one of those that I think you're going to be listening to um, ad nauseum if you listen to the soundtrack on its own, but it really just kind of shows the breadth of variety in this soundtrack itself. So it's another one I dig. It's a little weird, a little quirky, just kind of happy and peppy. It's strange, but hey, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta go from the ominous sounding stuff to something a little bit more. Uh, Mm, let's say happy little a little bit more happy go lucky i suppose cuz boy oh boy sometimes you just you don't want this oppressive music constantly weighing you down you want you want something a little bit to take you out of that zone right all right the next track we're going to be listening to then is shoeser It's another one of those just mood setters. I don't know specifically like what they're going for with this, but it definitely has a little bit of that imposing feel towards it again. Um, all in all, I like that one. This I don't want to say this is like one of the times where I feel like the sampled strings feel a little obviously sampled. It doesn't really feel like it's really, um, really kind of realistic. Occasionally you get that um, sampling where it does sound pretty realistic. It sounds like maybe you could be fooled into thinking like, oh, hey, that's a legitimate string section. This time, it's a little obvious, like, no, 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 that's just a sample that's um, being used over and over. It, I don't know if it's a quality thing, it just definitely reeks of it there. It doesn't bother me necessarily, but when it becomes a little less obvious in other tracks, this it just stands out specifically in this one, and I don't really know why. It just, maybe, if, maybe me listening to the soundtrack quite so much as I have over the last couple of weeks has really made me start thinking, like, oh, hey, there's the sample beat. I mean, granted, all the stuff in here is sampled, I think, for the most part, but that one was particularly obvious i suppose it doesn't really matter i still enjoy this track quite a bit but it's just one of those things that i'm like eh, maybe if you got a way to kind of blend that in a little better right right anyway let's go ahead and let's move on to the next track and that is with an exclamation point danger so something like that danger i, I don't know anyway here it is here's danger the feeling that's leading into something a little bit bigger than this track specifically well you're definitely right there's a battle track coming up next but this one I don't know, I really like how it kind of pumps you up and like, oh shit, something's going on, something bad's happening, it, and not like an ominous feel, I've been using that word a lot today, haven't I? But anyway, um, not an ominous feel, but like, okay, something's chasing us, or we we gotta go get after something to take care of it, I just, I really enjoy those tracks where it kind of pumps you up for those things specifically. And pumping up specifically for is the next one, and that is Battle number 4. Yeah, there's a lot of battle tracks in this soundtrack, and um, what are the kids saying today? I'm here for it, baby. Maybe compositionally this is one of my favorite battle tracks from the Soccer Frontier soundtrack. It's not really doing anything like too unusual, but I think the fact that it takes about 30 seconds to ramp up, it gives that kind of slow build. You're listening to it and you're like, this is a battle soundtrack? And then when it kind of really kicks in and just I don't want to say explodes, because it doesn't really explode in a way, but it just kind of really just crescendos into the actual battle music itself. I really dig this one. It's kind of a cool sound, and I don't think it's really replicated throughout the rest of the soundtrack very, not very well at all. This is one of those things that is like pretty unique to this one, and I dig it because it's so rare that battle music ever gives you the chance to have like have a build up. Because normally you kind of you know you can be done with a battle in a few seconds, so you don't want to have this like gigantic build up, especially a thirty second long one if you're grinding. And this maybe is a boss battle. I don't know for sure, but it just having the I don't want to say courage, because that seems a little uh, robust for that word or descriptor, but you know, having the courage, the audacity to let it build up into something after about 30 seconds and then just really hammer it home with how good of a battle theme this is, I think is really making this one stand out for me specifically. I, I really like this track. It's definitely one of my favorites from the soundtrack. All right, let's go ahead and we'll move on to the next one, and that is Alone. Another really good mood-setting track by Saga Frontier here. Uh, Kenji Ito is just really knocking it out of the park here. This one feels very uh, rueful, sad, and really I, again don't know what's going on. But with the name, you know, the name alone, it really kind of makes you feel like ah, eh, some shit went down and is not really very good. It really gives a sense of like whatever it was was very important. The way it swells in that sense and it still gives that like sadness feeling underneath with the uh just the main melody there i really really dig the hell out of this track it's again one of my favorites we're doing that kind of back to back here but like you know that's a completely different thing with the battle music um the feeling for this one just going for something else entirely different but still very evocative of what you should be feeling in that moment it might border a little bit on heavy-handed maybe hit me over the head just a hair too much with how you're supposed to feel but at the same time i think it's done really well and it's only if you really think about it that i feel like that really becomes too obvious right anyway we'll go ahead and we'll move on to the next track and that is melody of time Another good mood setter, the only thing I'm going to complain about is the ticking clock throughout. I am um, not really sure why they decided to do, or why Kenji Ito decided to kind of let that run through, but, eh, I don't know. I, I feel like in the beginning it's fine, but leaving it running throughout that one is a little, like, eh, questionable, I would say. Yeah, yeah, not really a particular fan of um, that decision. The rest of the track, good stuff, but, you know, eh, just... That little one unnecessary kind of element just sort of feels like it's just kind of eh. Anyway, we'll go ahead and we'll move on to the next one. And that is, oh, Christ on a crutch. I don't know how I'm going to pronounce this. It, uh, it is uh, Orlog's oppression. Orlog's oppression. O-R-L-O-U-G-E-S or apostrophe S. Yeah. So let's just go with Orlog, right? And we'll move on and just uh, ignore the fact that I probably slaughtered that word uh, two ways from Thursday. Right? Okay, here we go. on second thought maybe that's or like um you know it's it's basically like lounge without an n in there so it's or i ugh, i like orlogue better anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> i don't know what the hell i'm doing here with this one anyway uh yeah good stuff it definitely kind of goes back to the first disc where there's a lot of stuff that sounded like uh castlevania music and this kind of feels like this wouldn't be too far out of place in a symphony of the night of sorts right right anyway uh because i feel like i don't want to talk about this track anymore because of the uh, pronunciation problems i'm having we're gonna go ahead and move on to one i can pronounce that's uh very easy because that is magic kingdom i like this one so much because it really kind of has a grandiose feel to it man i'm really going for the word of the day calendar words here this week aren't i anyway uh yeah just, just really like impressively like strong and sweeping track that style doesn't really get used too much in this soundtrack it there are moments of like strong sweeping stuff, of course, but whatever this one is doing specifically, it's a little bit different. I feel it stands out for that specifically. It's kinda of why I wanted to highlight it. It's not like one of my absolute favorites, but it's one of those that I feel like really deserves to be highlighted because it's good stuff. And speaking of good stuff, we're gonna go ahead and move on to battle number five. Boy, I'm starting to sound like a morning DJ, huh? Good good morning. It's Shiny and Chevony 2 outside. We go make it a great day, and here's uh some Stevie Wonder. You know, something like that. Some bullshit, right? Anyway, uh, here we go. Here's uh, battle number five. if you've been following along with this podcast for a long time, even going back as far as, like, when I had a co-host, you'll probably listen to this and think, oh, I totally get why Jason likes this. It reeks of prog rock and Motoy Sakuraba's, like, bombast. And that's exactly why I like this one. Definitely one of my favorites out of the whole soundtrack, not even just on this disc. Like... I, I, I know I said in Babylon before, I love the audacity of taking 30 seconds to build up and then exploding. I love it when a track just does something like this, especially like a prog-rocky sound, and just smacks you in the face. God, there's somebody I haven't said in a long time on this podcast, huh? Um, and really just hits it home with as far as just the crazy just like holy shit this is a big fight and here we go just everything we got we're throwing every instrument we can and it's gonna sound crazy and you gotta throw everything you got behind it right yeah something like that god i'm really starting to sound like a morning dj and that's annoying okay i gotta move on all right thank god we've only got one more track and we're gonna listen to that right now so i can do that and then we'll uh do the uh closing stuff and get the hell out of here before i start uh yeah start submitting an application into uh radio stations around here anyway uh here is resolution If I had thought about this a little bit harder, I probably would not have taken us out with this track. I like this one, but going from this, or going from Battle number 5 to this is a little, um, let's say, a bit of a huge swing in emotions there. You go from, yeah, this gigantic battle music, like I said, really bombastic and just really smacking in the face with just how intense it is, to something a lot more subdued and intentional, I suppose. I really like this one, too. It's a good thing. It just... Following up after Battle number 5 makes it a little hard to get through, um, I guess, in opposition or in contrast, too. It's, yeah, it's good stuff again, but uh, it's kind of hard. To f- battle number 5 is a hard act to follow, I feel. All right, that wraps up this episode of Rock Out With Your Card Out. So, next week, we're going to be listening to the third disc of Saga Frontier, and from there, I don't really know what I'm going to be doing. It was... Kind of nice, uh, you know, sometimes these uh, long-form episode kind of things like this where I'm like, oh, hey, I'm going to spend X amount of episodes doing this or, you know, covering each disc individually comes in handy because it gives me a little bit of a reprieve from having to think about what I'm going to do next because I feel like, I know I haven't done it too much, but I feel like I've done shooters constantly on this soundtrack and like I, or on this podcast and I don't want to keep going back to shooters, not first-person shooters like side-scrolling vertical shooters. I'm not saying that word, okay? I'm sorry. We've, if you've learned anything about me, you know I hate the word sh- I'm not saying it. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> but I don't want to fall back on those, but some of those soundtracks are really, really fricking good and I want to do some. So I've got one in mind that i want to do i was going to do it like 10 episodes ago but just decided not to maybe that'll be what i do next maybe i'll wait an episode or two to kind of let it breathe a little i don't know it just i want to put a little bit more space in between shooters because i just did vimana what two episodes ago it's with the one i did just before the saga frontier disc one thing so i just kind of want to spread out the shooter stuff a little bit sure i did just do three episodes or i'm doing three episodes of rpg music but you know i do want to not bounce around or i do want to bounce around a little bit more than shooter rpg shooter rpg you know i, I know i don't do that but you know kind of i feel like i want to do that yeah anyway let's go ahead and we'll, we'll close out the show here go to patreon.com slash games junk over there you can kick in three bucks you know what? i'm gonna add a dollar tier this way there's uh no like real odd way to do it you can do a dollar tier you won't get any bonuses but you'll just get a thank you from me i will message you directly and be like hey thanks you won't get any bonus stuff um but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll add it on there before this episode goes up this way. You've got something to look forward to, I suppose. Um, yeah, I don't know how many people are actually going to do that, but <laughs> you could do that before, but if I have a tier there, maybe people will just jump in with a dollar. So, anyway, uh, for $3 a month, you will get a whole bunch of bonus stuff on this podcast. You will get, or not just this podcast, all the podcasts I do. I do three others on top of this one. So, you will get bonus episodes of Rock out With Your Card. Now, I just published the 13th bonus episode there, so you get that. The 12th one is free, and it's kind of like a one-part history lesson, one part video game music. So, I'll pick the you releases for that part of the month in the previous five years going back to 1986 for this episode. So I did 86, 91, 96, 2001, 2006, 2011, and 2016. I hope I got all those numbers right. I'm not very good with math. It's not my strong suit. Neither is talking, but I do four podcasts anyway, so here we are. Anyway, you do $3 a month. You get the bonus episodes of Rocket with your card out. You get bonus segments on Multimedia Failure. You will get all of the podcasts I do here on the Games and Junk Network. I guess that's what this is, this is a network. All in one handy catch-all feed, and also at a higher quality audio rate, which I think comes in handy specifically for this podcast because of how much music we're putting in. Also, for $5 a month, you will also get a shout-out on the show. I just said also twice, like back-to-back. It's... Come on. Anyway, you also get a shout-out on the show. So for that, I want to shout-out to... Or for those people, I want to shout-out to Vanessa Cahill, John Lucero, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter and Eric for kicking in five dollars and keeping my sanity afloat as I continue to do nine or as my uh, as my friend Stephanie puts uh, 800,000 podcasts it's sure it's only four but it sure feels like a lot more than that actually there's a fifth one that's going to be possibly happening it's just a matter of um let's say being stuck Behind a Patreon wall for the time being, but not. It's a weird one. Um, and we're not sure if we're continuing it because there's also this. Anyway, it'll be on the. I'll, I'm, I'm going to force it out to all, all the free feeds, basically, um, all the podcasts we do because it. I want to entice people, maybe. That'll, that'll help entice people, but it's just a quick little kind of thing. It's just. The problem is, is the game that we're doing on that is also coming off game pass so it's up to the host on that one which i will keep a surprise uh, to decide if they want to continue playing said game if they do great if not well one and done i suppose I, we've done a few of those i think where it's been like one or two episodes and not even 10 on a few and it's like okay well i think we're gonna sit this one down yeah anyway so f- that'll yeah so that's that um i think can't really think of anything else there's a couple other tiers there for ten dollars a month you can also pick a topic on the show as far as like rocket with your card out multimedia failure if you want us to skip an episode or skip a few movies ahead and talk about a different video game movie or um if you want to chip in fifteen dollars you can actually pop in on an episode of any of the shows we do if you want to do if there's like a game club you want us to do you can do that request that it might take a little vetting because just the uh limitations of uh let's say systems that some of us have i have everything but a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. Um, But, you know, Vanessa, who also does it, only has an Xbox and a Switch, basically. So it kind of limits us pretty pretty uh, heavily as far as what we can do. Or not heavily, but it just limits us, basically. I mean, it still opens up thousands and thousands of games. I don't know why I'm saying limiting. Anyway, we'll go ahead and quit that. Um, go ahead and check out the show notes for the Patreon link. You can also check out there for all of the social media links that my friend Jesse is taking care of. She's doing a bang-up job. I really appreciate the hell out of it, Jesse. if you're listening. Probably not, because God, if I'm having to do this much work for me, I wouldn't want to listen to my voice either. <laughs> anyway, that'll wrap up this episode of Rocket With Your Card Out. I just want to say again, I really appreciate you listening. If you go to iTunes, or uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever they are these days, drop me a five-star review just real, real fast. I would greatly appreciate it. I see a few people have done that. And yeah, I've got a contest thing I want to come up with. Um, Maybe it'll entice a few people to do that. It'll involve me buying you an album on Bandcamp or something ridiculous like that again. But if it works, it works, right? Anyway, thanks for listening to Rock Out With Your Card Out. Really appreciate your continued support. And we will talk to you next time. Great. I knew that groove was in your heart.